As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. You don't have to be the smartest person in the room. Surround yourself with smart people and you'll achieve great results. Don't be afraid to ask open-ended questions. Don't pretend to be the smartest person. Ask questions. Get the smart people around you. Get the answers from them. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention Door Devil. You know know what? I need to mention Door Devil. I need to mention Door Devil to you. It's not just a want. It's a need because you need this. Door Devil, quite simply, defends your home against kick-in burglary attacks. They happen frequently. There are 1.4 million homes that are broken into every year, and a lot of them are done through kick-ins. If you've got a home security system, then props to you. I'm glad you've got that, and that's important. But it doesn't prevent the bad people from kicking in your door, whether it's your front door, your back door, your side door. You need something like the Door Devil, and Door Devil is the best in the business when it comes to providing proof that it works. You can go to doordevil.com and even watch a video with Terry Bradshaw talking about it. And you can see how it works. It's a very simple product to install. But if you're not into that, then you can just hire a handy person and they can can install it for you. Very simple. Put it inside the door frame of your front door, your back door, every door you have. And you can defend your home against the kick-in burglary attacks. It's needed. In addition, this is my brother's company. So it's near and dear to my heart. And because it's my brother's company, I'm able to offer you an exclusive discount because he was so kind to do so. You can go when you check out your uh, purchase at doordevil.com and there's going to be a little field. You enter the word best ever, no space, just one word, best, B-E-S-T-E-V-E-R, and you'll get a 20% discount on your purchase. So go to doordevil.com, go buy it. Enter best ever and secure your home against kick-in burglary attacks. There are so many testimonials on the website. You can read them from police officers, from a woman who is being, uh, her house is being attacked from an enraged ex-husband and the door devil defended that attack. Uh, He didn't get in. There's like 20 different testimonials from police officers on the door devil Go buy it. Defend your home against burglary kick-in attacks. Go to doordevil.com and enter the word best ever whenever you check out and you'll get 20% off on your purchase. Best ever listeners, 
Hi, how's it going? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. This is Joe Fairlison. Well, this show's all about cutting out that fluffy stuff because nobody likes the fluffy stuff. We just like the real estate advice that moves your business forward. And that's what we do. We only talk about that. With us today, we've got Cornelius Charles. How you doing, Cornelius? I'm good, Joe. Thanks for asking. How about yourself? I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking too. Today's conversation best ever listeners, is going to be around the lessons learned from Cornelius and his wife as they completed their first fix and flip. They are fresh off that deal and there's lots of learnings to be discussed. And I think you're going to find a couple things surprising along the way. A little bit about Cornelius and then I'll let him get into it in more detail. He is the co-owner of Dream Home Property Solutions based in Oxnard, California, As I mentioned, he and his wife recently completed their first fix and flip and have a goal of doing four more in 2016. You can say hi to them at dreamhomesps.com or you can just simply click the link in the show notes page. Cornelius, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focusing on now? My wife and I first got introduced to real estate in early 2014 actually one of those seminars that came to our town for one of our weekend sessions. So we went to that. We didn't know anything prior to attending that session. And that just piqued our interest, started learning more about real estate from there and figured out we want to get into fixing and flipping. So yeah, that's how we started. What was the seminar? It was actually a fortune builder seminar. I don't believe we knew it was fortune builders at the time, but it was just about how to start flipping, how to market, how to do comps, basically an introductory course to fix and flipping. Was it a good use of your time? Oh, yeah. Um, Like I said, if it wasn't for that, we didn't know anything about real estate prior to that. To us, getting into real estate was buying your primary, uh, eventually moving out and renting it out, and then buying one house at a time over 10, 15, 20 years. So, yeah, to someone brand new like us, it was was time well spent. Was it free? The first night was a two-hour session. That was free. Then we actually went to a three-day seminar, and I want to say that was around $200. And we actually ended up signing for their next tier in their program. And how much is that? The prices have changed, so I'm hesitant to say. It costs a pretty penny, though. About how much? We paid 25 k And with your setup, for what? what? What does that give you? Basically, access to their systems. So basically, they teach you from cradle to grave, marketing, analyzing properties, walking through properties, estimating repairs, selling a property, fixing it up, working with contractors. So they teach you the basics of everything. They actually have what they call boot camps where you go to wherever they're holding the boot camp for a weekend. They take you to properties, show you how they do things, how they estimate repairs, how they fix the houses, how they come up with their ARVs, their after repair values. And then they're big on systems. So what they try to teach their students is how to build a business out of flipping. So probably not geared to people who want to do one or two in their lifetime. So They teach you set up the system so you can handle this many calls per month, handle set up your system so you can do four or five flips at a time, so you have your marketing consistently going. So they're all about systems. You've got your first flip under your belt. Tell us about it. So it was a good experience. We uh, actually started a direct mail campaign last May to absentee owners. So we send out a thousand letters a month. It was actually early on on our campaign. We got the caller from the seller. It was actually only three or four miles from where we currently live. My wife answered the call. Uh, We went through the call sheet we have where we ask basic questions about the property. 
set up an appointment to view it a couple days later, had to work with the tenant to find a time that worked for everyone. Um, I actually went to go view the property. We don't really like my wife going by herself just because you never know what can happen. Set up the appointment for me to go view the property, did the walkthrough, estimated our repairs. And what we were taught to do is try to give the seller options. So we actually gave him three different offers. He didn't know this at the time, but there were one using hard money financing, one using conventional financing, and one using seller financing. So we presented him those three different offers, and uh, he chose the one with conventional financing that was at 500K. Let's talk about those three specific offers. I, I love that approach. I've heard that before. How do you have that conversation? Can you pretend that I'm the seller? Sure. It's going to take me back a little bit. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically, we said we want to work with the sellers. We try to give them options that work with what they're trying to accomplish. So I explained it in a way where they each had varying purchase prices. Off the top of my head, I want to say the hard money offer was 475 the conventional financing was 500k, and the seller financing was probably around 510 or 515k. But I tried to explain to them, the best of my knowledge, the different pros and cons of each offer. So for like the hard money, we could close quickly. Yeah, it's a lower price, but we could close quickly, get the property off of his hands. Whereas on the flip side of that, the seller financing, he would get a higher price, but he would be in a deal until we actually closed on the back end and kind of do like a, although it was not a profit share per se. After we actually closed on a property ourselves and got the profits, that's when he would get paid. So we explained the pros and cons to each one of those offers. And when you get conventional financing, where are you getting that? We worked with one of our mortgage lenders we met at one of the local real estate events here. Let me back up a little bit. So prior to us getting the property actually under contract, us being brand new, we still weren't 100% sure how we were going to finance it. I knew I was qualified to get a loan up to a certain amount. So we figured worst comes to worst, we get it under contract. If we're not able to finance it, then we go to our backup plan. And we were up front with the seller saying, if we go the financing option or the financing route, obviously we have to get qualified and we have to go through all the steps that a bank has. So we we're up front with him, didn't want him to be led on thinking we were going to close if we weren't able to. So that being said, yeah, we found a local lender. He pre-qualified, ran the numbers and said, yeah, you look good. So we went through with the process. Which one did they select? I'm sorry, the conventional financing for purchase price of 500 k Okay, so they went the they went with the one right in the middle. So you got a conventional mortgage on the property? Yes. Interesting. How does that work with a flip? So there were a few steps. Um, the property is actually, it doesn't have a backyard. It backs up to a waterway, so it has a boat dock and a deck out back. So we had to get an appraisal to make sure the property appraised. And it actually didn't pass the appraisal because the deck, there's some safety issues. So we actually had to go in and do some of the work ourselves before the appraisal would actually give the thumbs up. So it was, it was in decent condition. It was old. Um, it had a lot of termite damage, a lot of uh, dry rot, but it was still in decent condition, just old. So it was able to go through financing. What was the conventional mortgage? Was it a 15-year? Was it a 30-year? 30-year. 30-year. And have you sold this property? Yeah, we closed on it about a month ago. Closed on about a month ago. How long from when you acquired it to when you sold it? Four months. Were there any irregular fees involved with having a conventional mortgage and having it being held for only four months? Not from what I can tell. Um, back up again, this was actually the first home I've ever bought. So this was my first time going through the mortgage process. And we were up front with our lender from the get-go that we're not going to live there. We're going to flip it. And 
he said, yeah, you can do that. He actually gave us three or four different options, FHA loan, owner-occupied, non-owner-occupied. So he ran the different options through us. And I can't remember the details of the one we actually chose, but he said, yeah, you guys can do what you want to do with this loan. And everything was good. So not that I, I don't think there were any fees for us only holding it four months. Well, you got me curious. It's the first home that you purchased. It's a $500,000 flip. Where do you live now? And have you? Been, I guess you've been renting for how, how long? So I'm going to back up again. So my wife and I just got married last year. And Congrats. she lived up in Sacramento. So she owns a condo up there. And prior to us getting married, our thoughts were, okay, she's going to move down to Southern California. Let's rent a place. Find out if we're going to kill each other or not. <laughs> and if not, we're going to buy a primary after about a year or whatnot. Come to find out, I actually went out of town for my day job for seven months after she moved down here. So we got engaged for, on top of me going out of town for seven months. And then when I came back, we were going to look for a primary again. And that's when we found this property to flip. And it just made more sense for us to flip it. So we're still renting right now. And for the past year and a half, we've actually been kind of looking for a primary. But things just worked out where... We chose to use conventional financing to buy this flip. Very interesting. What are the numbers now that you've seen the property be acquired, fixed up, and then sold? So our purchase price was five hundred. After our initial walkthrough, we thought the repairs were going to be sixty-six k. Obviously, we had never done a fix and flip, so we weren't sure how exact those numbers were. Turned out the actual rehab was ninety-three k, but some of that was us increasing the finishes due to some recent comps that sold while we were acquiring the property. So some of that budget increase was stuff we didn't know, but some of it was also us purposely increasing the finishes. And we sold the property for eight twenty. Good for you. That's great. I love I love hearing that. How were the repairs financed? I'll back up again. So we, like I said, we got the purchase price conventional loan. When we were talking with the seller, he actually had a tenant in the property and they were good friends. So he's all, once you guys get approved for your loan, please give my tenant six weeks. He was a, I don't want to say a hoarder, but he had a lot of stuff. So give him time to pack up his stuff, find a place to live and move out. So we figured during that six weeks, we'd try to find the rehab money. And if we weren't able to do so, we'd either find a partner to JV with or worst comes to worst, we'll wholesale the property. So my wife's actually a real estate agent. So she was talking to her broker about the property. And her broker's father had been investing for decades, so he got wind of what we were doing, and he said he was interested in financing the rehab costs. So long story short, we went with him. What were the terms of that? He actually said, I'll give you the repair costs. He said, I'll give you 75 k at 8%. And he said, point blank, that's all I'm going to give you. If you guys go over budget, you're on your own. Or we can do a quasi-joint venture where you have a quote-unquote unlimited rehab budget from me. I'll pay your mortgage, I'll pay your holding costs, and you'll have access to me as a mentor, but I want to split the profits 50-50. And in our mind, having a mentor, having someone pay the mortgage while I'm also paying rent, to us that was still more of a benefit than us losing out on some of the profits. But we did talk them down from 50-50 to 60-40 split. <laughs> there you go. So we went with that. Awesome. So how, how much in-pocket did you two receive after... All the fees and the 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 sixty forty split and and everything was was accounted for. I think we received around eighty four k. Well, that that's a great first flip, my friend. That yeah, worked out well. My wife and I we went into this saying even if we broke even, whatever we learned from the experience would be to us more than anything. So, 
obviously with that great profit, that's just icing on the cake. How did you acquire the list that was mailed out to the seller? We subscribe to a customer relationship management software where they have access to a couple lists. So we actually got the absentee owner list through our CRM. And what is that CRM you subscribe to? It's called RealFlow. How much does that cost a month? Do you remember? Different tiers. I believe at first we were 99 a month, but then we signed on to a deal they had and I think it was 850 for 2 years. What's that give you? They have different lists. I think we could choose 3 out of the total number of lists they have. And obviously, we mainly want to use it for their the CRM itself, so entering customer data, tracking tasks for each of us. Um, they also have stuff that we don't pay for, like they have uh, website templates we don't use. You can do your direct mail campaigns through them where they actually fulfill the mail for you. We don't use that. They have a couple other options that are on top of what we actually use right now, but we mainly use it for the mailing list and keeping track of our sellers, our calls we have to make and our tasks. With the the mailer that you sent out, what was on it and was it anything that was out of the ordinary from what you've heard before? No, nothing fancy, just a normal absentee owner list. We found a template off a website somewhere and we tailored it a little bit to our specific location and we added our picture at the bottom. But basically, I can't remember the jargon, but it's real basic. You can find it off any real estate website. We didn't do anything fancy. Since then, have you gotten any leads on another one? So no, and that's kind of, <laughs> the story is kind of bittersweet. Our, <laughs> our, our lead funnel's kind of dried up. Um, we've read that you hit a sweet spot between the fifth and sixth touch. So we're currently on our third touch, I believe. So uh, I'm kind of waiting until this campaign ends to analyze our final numbers. But luckily, with some of that profit, we're going to increase our marketing budget. We're actually analyzing a few different lists today as we speak. So uh, hope to increase our uh, mail leaders, probably another thousand a month at least, and hopefully get some more hits. How long after you sent out your first 1,000 mailers did you receive a call? Probably the next week. And actually, we got this deal was the second week. So we got lucky we got it on the front end. <laughs> wow. As you probably know, eventually the numbers should even out. So yeah, we got it right away. But Eventually, the numbers would even out where you get an even distribution. So we got calls right away. Right now, a lot of calls we get are telemarketers or people saying, take us off your list. We haven't got a good lead in <laughs> probably a month or two. Cornelius, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? Um, this is for the other newbies. It's uh, get educated, but at a certain point, you have to take action. We didn't know a lot of things going to this flip, but we knew we would learn them on the spot. We had confidence in our numbers. So everyone out there, take action. What's one action that you've taken in this process that if you could go back, you'd tweak it so that it was more effective? We didn't start our marketing right away. We kept reading, oh, there's going to be a new update to this software. There's going to be this new thing coming out. There's going to be this new system coming out. So we actually waited a while before we started our marketing. But at a certain point, we said, we just got to do this. We're going to be waiting forever if we keep waiting on new updates or new systems or new templates. So at a certain point, if I were to go back in time now, I'd say, just focus on something, get your direct mail out, get your marketing out, and don't wait. Just do it. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Uh, all right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. 
Do you need more leads for your real estate business? And do you need a platform to help you get those leads? Well, Danny Johnson, previous best ever guest, episode 294, has exactly the solution for you, best ever listeners. Go to leadpropeller.com and that's going to help you, well, get more leads. He's got a website service that you can sign up for. It's a money-back guarantee for the first 30 days, so no risk involved. Leadpropeller.com. You can also click the link in the show notes page, and that will take you right there. Best ever deal you've done? So since we've only done one deal, it was our last fix and flip. (laughs) Best, and we've talked about that. Best ever book you've read? It's actually Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. Yes, I was actually reading the first chapter of that earlier today. Nice. Yeah, I'm not an agent myself, but still, I like his uh, marketing advice, his tips on following up with people. Just, I love that book. Best ever listeners, I interviewed Jay Papazon and Cornelius. You would find this interesting. Interviewed Jay Papazon, the co-author with Gary Keller of that book. And you can listen to that interview, episode 212. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learn from it? So in my day job, I'm a mechanical engineer. I work on the Navy base and we took a pre-supervisory development class. And one of the main things I learned in that class was you don't have to be the smartest person in the room. Surround yourself with smart people and you'll achieve great results. And don't be afraid to ask open-ended questions. Don't pretend to be the smartest person. Ask questions. Get the smart people around you. Get the answers from them. What's the best of a way you like to give back? I'm a big fan of Habitat for Humanity. We haven't worked with them as much as we should. And in the future, once we hopefully get more deals under our belt, I want to spend more time. I like working with animals, so hopefully we can find a charity that works with abused animals and start supporting them. And what would you say is the biggest, fattest mistake you've made so far? Luckily, we haven't made any mistakes that cost us money. Um, To us, it's not focusing on money-making activities, though. We get sidetracked easily. Um, I find myself answering emails that aren't really important. So especially working a day job and not being in real estate full-time, to us, it's just focusing on those core tasks that are going to bring us money in the future. So our biggest mistake is not focusing on those. And what's the best ever place the best ever listeners can find you and your wife and your company? Um, like you mentioned earlier in your show, you, we can be found at our website at www.dreamhomeps.com or you can also find us on email at info at dreamhomeps.com. Cornelius, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your story of your first fix and flip making $84,000. Congratulations. The lessons that you've learned about getting after the marketing. There's a lot of software updates in in whatever program you're looking at. It sounds like it was the software RealFlow that you're using, but ultimately it's about getting going and you got a lead right out of the gate, which was awesome. And now it's a matter of getting that next deal under your belt, but certainly an $84,000 profit to you and your wife is a, a great start. Congratulations. And then also... I want to mention the three different offers that you gave the seller. One, hard money. Two, conventional. Three, seller financing. Give them some options. And then either way, it's a it's a win for, for you and then a win for them. Thanks so much for being on the show. And I hope you have a best ever day. And we'll talk to you soon. 
Thank you, Joe. Appreciate the opportunity, and uh, hopefully we can do this again sometime. Do you need more leads for your real estate business, and do you need a platform to help you get those leads? Well, Danny Johnson, previous Best Ever Guest, episode 294, has exactly the solution for you, Best Ever listeners. Go to leadpropeller.com, and that's going to help you, well, get more leads. He's got a website service that you can sign up for. It's a money-back guarantee for the first 30 days, so no risk involved. Leadpropeller.com. You can also click the link in the show notes page, and that will take you right there.